but James Grande, welcome into the Better Baseball MLB DFS Playbook Podcast and live stream. James, we are recording for Wednesday's seven-game early slate, kicking no, off at 12-10 Eastern. We have a split slate day here over on DraftKings. DraftKings giving the 7 p.m. six-gamer the main slate treatment. Uh, so we're going to be here to cover that early game slate for everybody here, seven games, uh, which we kind of got some responses on uh, last week when we had an early slate a lot of you looking for that early slate content here. So as per usual, when we do have these split slate days, we do the podcast for the early slate. We'll be back live at 5 o'clock Eastern to do the live stream to cover the main slate. I will be. James will not be. We'll have a special guest replacement on uh, for that show here this evening. Uh, but come back live 5 o'clock for the main slate. We'll get into the seven-game early slate here, though, James, for everybody looking to get some day baseball action under their belt. Yeah, interesting slate. Um, Fandle also running the same slate, so good to see the two sites in sync here. Um, really good pitching at the top, like really top-tier pitching. Um, interesting names in the mid-tier. Doesn't look like we have a lot to like in the value tier, but I guess that remains to be seen. We'll get into that in a little bit. But why don't we jump into Vegas right off rip here. Um, once again, we have Great American in play. We have pretty much all these series wrapping up. All these teams have been playing each other all week. Um, Arizona, Milwaukee again, Baltimore, Tampa. They weren't on the main slate on uh, on Tuesday, but they're playing again. Chicago, Pittsburgh. So uh, interesting matchups in terms of money line favorites. Christian Javier and the Houston Astros minus one sixty three over on DraftKings Sportsbook. Zach Allen the Arizona Diamondbacks minus one forty taking on the Milwaukee Brewers. And then Taj Bradley minus 150 taking on Baltimore. That's it uh, in terms of money line. No big favorites. Minus 163 was the biggest. In terms of over-unders, geesh, no game with an implied run total higher than 8.5 uh, as it currently sits. Seven implied runs in Toronto, Miami. I guess... Casey and uh, Casey and Detroit opened at nine, but it's been bet down to eight and a half. Now the lean on every sports book is the over for what that's worth, but yeah, eight and a half implied runs in Kansas City, Detroit is the highest we have. It's also eight and a half in Mets and Houston as well. Yeah, uh, pretty interesting slate here. Like you said, with seven games, you look at the pitching here. Uh, top heavy: Gossman, Javier, Gallon up over ten k. Uh, Gallon going up against Milwaukee. Javier at home against the Mets. Gossin there against Miami. Uh, on smaller slates, we got to try to find value oftentimes to get some of these top price pitchers in. So we'll break down the hitters for everybody here in a moment. But looking at this pitching, talk to me about some of these top end guys. I mean, which matchups do you find yourself looking to target here? I mean, I definitely have appeal in Kevin Gossman. It's hard not to. He's been incredible i mean 121 strikeouts and 92 and two-thirds innings pitched this year um all i mean how many double did the strikeouts game this year three four five six times he's gone for 11 or more or 10 or more strikeouts um he's gone for 40 fantasy points a couple times so the upside's there a decent matchup i know miami obviously is is uh pretty hot offensively christian javier's fine but again it's like why do we need we paying, yeah i mean dude paying 10-2 for a guy that has four strikeouts in his last two starts is like not appealing i'd rather just play zach allen against 
a struggling and now, you know, struggling, I guess, coming in, struggling going into Tuesday and then Milwaukee puts up seven runs, but they're bottom 10 in pretty between Nelson and Gallon, you know, very, very true. Very true. Um, They're bottom 10 against right-handed pitching in pretty much every category. So I could get to Gallon and then it's like Tosh Bradley had 11 strikeouts in his first 12 outs against yeah. Oakland and then ran into some trouble in the fifth inning and couldn't get out of that inning. Walks have been an issue for him, but oh, from a K per nine perspective of pitchers who've thrown at least 30 innings this year, he's the second highest K per nine behind Strider. Yeah, it's so, insane. insane. Uh, ridiculous strikeout number 63 in 43 innings. Now, the issue is 41 hits in 43 innings and 20 runs in 43 innings. Right. Uh, not really great, but yeah, upside through the roof with this kid, just purely off the strikeouts. Yeah, and that's why I think of the top tier, it's Gossman, Gallon, Bradley. Um, I guess when you move down below, John, is where things get interesting because Tyler Wells continues to just be really good. I yeah. mean, they're... You know, whether or not the numbers suggest he's going to regress at all. He pitched him against Kansas City. I don't know if he threw him against Toronto or not, but uh, we were we were talking him up for one of those last two starts of his. Yeah, well, 19-plus fantasy points in four straight starts, double-digit fantasy points in all but one start this year. Kid's been awesome. Uh, but now he runs into Tampa, and then Abbott hasn't allowed a run yet. Yeah. Not a singular run. He does not have good... Numbers. Uh, we were talking about this in the fantasy on discord earlier today um and yep hasn't a lot of run but he has like a five and a half k per nine like a four walks per nine um just some pretty ugly uh you know xfit numbers and things like that but as you've been saying all season long you know lefties versus colorado is the matchup we want here so maybe he <laughs> makes that outlast for another start, right? Just because of the the spot here. That's what I'm thinking too. Like the Rockies cannot hit lefties. They're right. just terrible. So I have interest in Abbott, truthfully. Um, I'm probably going to get there. I used Williamson the other day. So like, who am I not to use? If I'm using Brandon Williamson, right. who hadn't been pitching well, and he wasn't terrible, but he did give up three runs in the, in the uh, sixth inning. And he only gets through, he gets 11.7 fantasy points. I'm obviously going to pitch Abbott, who hasn't allowed a run yet. So right. uh, I'm going to get to Abbott in the mid tier. 5 6 XFIP, a 420 expected ERA for Abbott. Uh, he has a 200 BAPIP um, on the year. So, like, again, just Very four lucky. and a half walks per nine. Just not great. He has only a 30% ground ball rate, too. Like, just getting lucky. That's scary. Um, that's scary. I mean, that's scary and great American for sure. Yeah. So that, that's that's my only hesitation. We had a, it was actually a seasonal question. Someone wanting to know who on their roster dropped for Gavin Williams, who got called up by Cleveland, uh, and I, you know, said drop Abbott. He's like, well, he hasn't given up a run yet. Why would we drop him? I'm like, because he's going to be giving up runs soon. So you know, get get you know, you milk the cow. You know, uh, you put him back in the pasture here uh, before you get bit by it. So um, I agree with you though. All the numbers for Colorado against lefties are so so bad that maybe he's able to pitch around those peripheral numbers here for another outing. Kind of like Julio Tehran, right? Who continues to is, pitch around all the peripheral around peripherals or is he just good? Right. Like <laughs> at this point, I guess I don't know anymore. Um, 
again, ERA is one seventy eight, but his expected ERA is three one three. Is yeah, so good. Yeah. Um, the ground ball rate's forty one percent. Like great. He's not striking anybody out, but he's not walking anybody, which is good, right? Like one point one yep. walks for nine. You know, sure if he's going to pitch to contact, at least he's not giving free passes up. Right. Um, so. You know, we, we pitched Marcus Stroman here tonight. Like, Stroman doesn't strike anybody out, but he went seven shutout, five Ks today. If you get Julio Tarango in six innings and earned and four strikeouts with a win, he's still got you 20 fantasy points there. So, right. it's just Arizona, well, Arizona man, their that offense is just unbelievable. So, this could be definitely a game where things come to light or he just keeps pitching, pitching right. well. So... I don't know. He's faced Toronto. He's played San Francisco. He pitched in Cincinnati. Passed all of those tests pretty easily. Pittsburgh and Oakland are easier matchups. Did what we didn't expect them to do. So, um, yeah, hard to argue. I guess my only thing against Tehran would be unlikely Milwaukee wins this game, right, with Gallon on the other side. So, yeah, um, that would be the detriment to him there. He would have to really go lights out to pay it off if he's not going to get a win. Where else do we go? Sandy, maybe. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I was listening to uh, the Dan Levitard show today, and they had Skip Schumacher on, the manager of the Marlins, and he was talking about how Sandy's uh, start to this year was impacted directly because of the WBC. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how, you know, obviously true that is, but something to consider maybe for the second half of the year. So yeah. There's, yeah. I think, recent numbers. We looked at this earlier today. I think too, like, isn't Toronto against righties over the last like month? They're just, they just haven't been very good. Or am I making making? No, so, they had been good, but it was like, it was also there was a twenty run outing mixed in yeah, there. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, they're they leave a lot to be desired. Uh, the Toronto offense, a lot of name talent, but the performances. What about in June? Did we look up like specific to June? Uh, I haven't looking up. Specific uh, to all June. right. Uh, last two weeks were 20th in Woba, a one forty ISO, a 20% strikeout rate. So like nothing crazy. Yeah. In June 14th and nice in, uh, OPS as a team against writing and pitching. So, so middle of the middle of the pack, you know, so Sandy's questionable, I liked Rich Hill last start, got hit around, still had five yeah. strikes. He had six walks. Six walks, right? yeah, it was like, brutal. You know, I know that the Cubs do have some guys that can hit lefties uh, in their lineup. Maybe that's a hesitation for you? Yeah. I yeah. Mean, 173 ISO the last two weeks, but a 25% strikeout rate and just a 227 average. So, again, it's another team that's like they're just hitting power. Um, against against lefties right now, but everything else kind of looks bad for them. So we're gonna play Jan Gomes. We're gonna play Jan Gomes. Twenty six percent strikeout rate in the last thirty days against lefties, sixth highest in baseball. Like they have, like if you look at their team page, they have a lot of really good numbers against lefties. Cool. Yeah. Even like their lefties, Cody Bellinger's hitting three hundred. With a 50 at bat sample, 450 Woba, Jan Gomes, 400 Woba, uh, Nico Horner, 320 Woba, uh, Boney, 412, Christopher Morell, 389 Woba, Seiya Suzuki, 390, Danzy Swanson, 360, Mike Talkman, 350. So, like, they have a lot of good numbers, but you're right. It's like power 
or it's like all or nothing right now. I'll just mention his name and we can move forward. But do you look at Brady Singer? Yes, and we can move on. Okay. Yeah, we do because Detroit stinks. They have been better. I'll grant them that they've been better, but we still look at Brady Singer. Um, I was going to say Matt Boyd because strikeouts, but Kansas City, you know, is serviceable against left-handed pitching. Um, It is worth mentioning, though, because they are okay against lefties. Okay. 23.8% strikeout rate against left-handed pitching. Mm -hmm. Boyd's coming off an eight-strikeout game. He's had a couple of really solid strikeout outings this year. Like, two of his last three, he has eight and nine you liked strikeouts. Him, you liked him against Minnesota in that start. I did. Um, I mean, I, I le- look, I'm aware that you can play guys against him. He's yeah. someone who gives up home runs. I'm also aware that he has some swing and miss stuff. I mean, he just had this matchup. Didn't get out of the fourth, but a fifth, rather, but only one earn around and six strikeouts. So, you know. Certainly held his own in that spot. Singer probably faced Detroit then. Got rocked. So uh, take that for what you will. Uh, last couple of weeks here against righties. Again, Detroit not really doing all that well. But they are hitting for power. 181 ISO against right-handed pitching over the last two weeks. But again, a bottom 20 team uh, in Woba. Batting average 254 there uh, is 13th. So... You know, it's a tough slate. Their value guys going up against one another. Boyd with the strikeout upside over Singer, so maybe that's the dark throw you play. But you know, Brendan Witt or Bobby Witt rather. Uh, Michael Garcia had a big day the other day. They also called up um, who was it that they had in their lineup there? He played. He's like second base and um, outfield eligible. Let's see here. Uh, is he there? Oh yeah, Taylor. Smod Taylor. You're talking about, you're yeah, talking Smod, about Taylor? Yeah, Smod Taylor. Taylor, yeah. Taylor right? Um, he, he had some ridiculous numbers against lefties at AAA this year. Um, he's a small guy. He's only 5'8", 170, but he had like a 450 batting average against lefties at AAA. And we know and we know Michael Garcia. Yeah. Has I guess we'll have to worry about the weather here, too. There is the DraftKings weather symbol, so we'll have to key in on that as we go along here. So that's kind of our look at pitching. Uh, James, we sw- Pivot on over to the hitters here. Uh, talk to me about some of your favorite infielders for this slate. Yeah, right off the top, I know I mentioned Bobby Witt but, or Matt Boyd, but Bobby Witt does hit lefties. He's coming into this game extremely hot, 342 average over his last 10. There's been power. We know that there's speed. He has 12 home runs and 22 stolen bases on the year, and this is why he was drafted as a first-round pick. He has... You know, 26 extra base hits on the year. Um, he hits in the middle of this lineup when there's a lefty on the hill. So I love Bobby Witt. Ellie De La Cruz coming off an absolute monster game. Three hits, three extra base hits, a home run, two doubles. Um, Connor Siebold. Although Siebold's been pretty good of late, uh, it was until he ran into Atlanta, at least. And then Atlanta shelled every single Colorado pitcher yeah. that existed in the world. Um, and then next thing we know, Connor Siebel back to reality. So, um, he got four home runs in that start. Now has to pitch in great American, like tough yep. stretch for Connor Siebel. Cause like probably going to have to pitch at course as next home start too. Um, so obviously Ellie De La Cruz is, had is a in play and, today. I mean, and, if you so are good. the so good. believer, got to run it back with, with Marte Homer, yeah, double yeah, and another hit with a, do you steal a bag tonight? No, no stolen bases, but 
Yeah. No, he had three hits. Yeah, he had three so hits, including a home run. Cal Marte at $4,700. I like him. And I think Gunnar Henderson's still worth a look here. Um, you yes. know, just obviously cooled off a little bit than last week when he was just unstoppable. But we talked about Bradley yes. putting guys on base uh, with the walks. So I uh, could see Gunnar Henderson here at 48 as well. Yeah, and the only thing that stopped him was an illness. Like, he wasn't, like, injured or whatever, but it yep. was literally just uh, Spencer Steer is there at $4,600 as well. Uh, a little bit of an off day. Yeah, I think he had a double, though. I think he had an RBI double. So, um, still, a uh, good spot. They moved him down the lineup, though, with Votto. It was a weird lineup for them with their lefties in the lineup. Yeah. Well, Fraley, yeah. Well, Fraley hit fifth, and then they moved yeah. Votto Steer to hit sixth. It's like, well, not ideal, seventh. but... That could be their match. That could be their lineup against right-handed pitching moving forward. Here. So uh, yep. keep that in mind. Yep. Uh, some other mid-tier guys that I think we can uh, take a look at. I think the again the Tampa Bay guys are kind of interesting with Rayleigh at forty-three. We just talk about the power that he possesses at all times. I know we like Wells, but it could be a spot where uh, he kind of goes ahead and, and gets to him there. Um, you know, I think if you're not in on Alcantara, Whit Merrifield's hit up at the top of the lineup for Toronto lately. Um, guy that's like stealing bases, scoring runs. He could, he's a someone at thirty eight hundred dollars. Uh, I think we can get to uh, what other value ish plays are you taking a peek at for the infield? Yeah, so value Jan Gomes obviously thirty four hundred dollars continues yeah. to just rake against left handed pitching. Um, literally hitting four hundred against them. Mikel Garcia, another guy who's hitting lefties yeah. extremely well uh, on the year. Mikel Garcia is hitting 320 with a 363 Woba against left-handed pitching. You mentioned Samad Taylor. Um, he's in play. Jay Juan Bay might potentially lead off here. Um, if with Kyle Hendricks on the mound, we'll see what they do. Um, but Jay Juan Bay, second base outfield eligible. If he leads off against Kyle Hendricks. Uh, I, I if, mean, uh, Alfaro's back in the lineup today, would you go Alfaro against Abbott? I mentioned the, probably only a 30% ground probably. ball rate for Abbott. Uh, Alfaro had always hit lefties a little bit better when he was down in Miami. So it uh, could be a, could be a spot for him, uh, there for sure. Um, yeah. Anybody else, any other value options for you down here and, uh, on this slate? Um, nothing that stands out. Like Torkelson is fine. Yeah, he's been, uh, been kind of yeah. good of late. The power has been a little bit on display. Um, if the Cubs play Mancini, Mancini has good numbers against Joe lefties as well. All against Bradley because he um, keeps on hitting. Yeah, maybe. I'm not like totally against using people against. Tosh Bradley, because you mentioned he has allowed a lot of base runners. He's just also striking a lot of people out. I, It's so tough using people that strike a lot of people out. Lefty's only 273 Woba against Tosh Bradley. Righty's 334 Woba. Maybe. All right, let's move on over to the outfield then. Talk about our top outfielders on this slate. Uh, always just go back to Corbin Carroll, because why, why wouldn't you? He didn't have uh, the greatest of days. Yeah. Um, you let off good. We've got a quick RBI, and you're like, all right, here we go. Uh, but kind of shut down after the fact there, but still plenty of time yep. for him to bounce back at $5,500. I think uh, him and Kyle Tucker would be my two guys over 5K here. Yeah, I was about to say 
McGill's been really bad. Uh, he was okay his last start. I'd be okay getting to Astros. Like we didn't talk about Yanier Diaz or Altuve in the infield or Bregman who homered on Tuesday, but I'd be okay getting to any of those guys. Love Kyle Tucker here. Uh, I'm always a proponent of abusing Kyle Tucker on your roster when he's on fire and he's hitting 340 over his last 10 games. So, yeah, so definitely Kyle Tucker. Um, the Cubs guys right below Bellinger. I'm not afraid to use Bellinger against Rich Hill. He's hitting 300 against lefties. Chris Morrell apparently is hitting lefties, and that's something he wasn't doing last year at all. Um, but once again, and it's going to be the third straight slate, so, you know, the Reds are going to be very popular. And we have Fraley at 44, TJ Friedel 41. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, yeah. this tier specifically, they're going to be yeah. incredibly yeah. chalky in that. For sure. In that price. Uh, being in that four, that low 4K range there, you mentioned Steer uh, is there as well in that spot. Right. And we'll see and if Lourdes Steer, right. is playing in the lineup, but 4200 is a good price tag for Lourdes. Um, let's see here. Uh, Richick against a lefty at 4K is pretty good. Profar also with the lefty at $3,700. Uh, say is better split against lefties, right? Yeah, yeah. Say is better split. So thirty nine hundred dollars. So some good value uh, on this. Like Jack Swinski, we always know double bond potential. He's got Hendricks yep. here at thirty six. Yep, uh, hundred dollars there. Um, who was I looking for? Uh, Oliveras. Where is he? Thirty twenty seven hundred dollars for Oliveras here against Boyd could be a play as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's been really good against, we've had him him hit third and like fourth against lefties. So definitely on the lookout there. Same price. Aaron Hicks homered again. Um, on Tuesday. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Um, going up just a little bit. Kerry Carpenter, uh, has homered two days in a row for uh, Detroit and hitting 380 over his last 10 games with a thousand OPS. I mean, look. Nobody's going to play Tigers. And I'm not even suggesting, like, go Singer all in on Tigers. Sucks. But what is – yeah, what has Brady Singer done to, like, warrant our respect? I mean, righties are hitting 301. Lefties hitting 294. Lefties have a 390 yeah. Woba against him. Um, so I would get to Kerry Carpenter. 347 Woba, 273 average, five home yeah. runs against right-handed Um pitchers. Jake McCarthy all the way down to 2,600. Jake McCarthy, good baseball player. I would 100% play yeah. him at that price tag. Uh, probably the rest of the year, I'll probably play him at 26. I mean, that's it's an absolute free square. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Alec Thomas, 2,400, yeah. same boat. I mean, not obviously as like good prolific as a base runner, but yeah, he was a good player 100%. last year. $2,400 there. Benson's 24, as you mentioned. Uh, Henry Davis. Henry Davis. Yeah, there it is. Two slates. It took two slates. He didn't even. Yeah. He DH'd. He DH'd game number two. Yeah, and they we'll see if he ever starts outfield. a catch or not for them. But maybe they'll move him back. But uh, I'll give him a look at twenty four hundred bucks. You know, that's fine. A talented yeah. kid here. Yeah. Um, anybody else for you? Um, if Milwaukee plays Bryce Perkins, he's kind yeah. of been really good. Um, very limited sample. Not playing a lot, but he's flat 
min salary. He had another couple RBIs on Tuesday. I know it's against Gallon, but uh, he's been really productive. In, in All right, let's uh, go over, give us our home run calls, our favorite stacks, and our value play of the day here, James. All right, home run call. Um, I'm going to go with Jake okay. Fraley. Uh, top stack is going to be the Cincinnati Reds. I'm going to eat that chalk. Honestly, like I'm kind of leaning towards one of Kansas City or Detroit. I'm just gonna throw a conglomerate contrarian stack, stack as okay, that game. game. Stack. Yeah, as a game stack because I don't really want to go full Detroit, but getting some KC yeah. makes sense. Um, I'm going to go my star of the night. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna just go Jake Fraley because he's. I think he's gonna homer and have a big game against Connor Siebold. Um, and then my value play of the night, I'll go Michael Garcia. I really okay. like him. Uh, my home run call is going to be Randall Grichuk. Uh, again, it's Abbott here. Uh, my top my top stack will be uh, Cincinnati. My contrarian stack, I'll go Houston in this in this matchup here against McGill. Uh, mm-hmm. My value play, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna double tab you on that one. I'm gonna go Michael Garcia as well. Just getting in the middle of their lineup. I mean. Really yeah, we're in the middle of the lineup. Uh, spot mm-hmm. for there. Uh, star of the night. Uh, let's see. I'll go Corbin Carroll as a star. Why not? I mean, there's just so much potential that he has. Uh, he is a star. Yeah, he so is a star. we'll go there for the star of the night. Uh, a couple minutes left. Let's go ahead and build a lineup here, James. Uh, we, again, we didn't love the mid tier. We kind of we liked we liked Gallon. Are we going to try yeah. to double spend up Gossman Gallon? Do we want to fit in a value play? I don't know if we can. I don't if know we do if Gossman we can. Gallon, we have 36. Um, I, and then you play Jan Gomes. You play Michael Garcia probably as your first two players yeah. in. Gomes, Garcia, Seabold probably at this point. Or not Seabold. Um, so uh, the other the other boy I was just talking about there. Taylor, Taylor, yeah, Simon, so Taylor, Simon probably play Taylor. him at twenty eight hundred, right? Jake McCarthy at twenty six. Yeah. Uh, yep. McCarthy, uh, forty three hundred for first short and two outfielders. We like the Reds outfield here, right? Fraley and Friedel. You want to just play them both? Yeah, Fraley, Friedel. Fraley, yep, play them both. Friedel. I guess we see if we can play Ellie then. I was just thinking there the same thing, fifty four hundred. So what do we have for Torkelson? Or O'Hearn, yeah, one of the two. Probably Torque the way he's yeah. playing, right? Probably Torque, yeah, it's probably Torque. Because uh, there's no first baseman for KC there. Um, all right, so there's an example lineup we got. Again, we'll be in the Discord for the early slate. Uh, for those of you who want to check it all out, if you're not yet a member of the Fantasy Alarm family, honestly, there's no better time to do it than now because the Fantasy Football Draft Guide is live and it comes free with a subscription. Uh, go to fansonom.com slash all pro. You use promo code NFL50. You'll save you 50% off the first six months. It's $19.98 for the first six months. You get access to everything that we do on site and premium discord. Comes with the seven day free trial and it comes with the fantasy football draft guide. The living draft guide lives on site, gets updated daily. New articles released every day. Uh, as news breaks, it updates. For example, Tyree Kill, maybe he'll be suspended. Maybe something's going on there with the reported. Uh, assault and battery investigation going on there. If that would happen, we would update the rankings, update the projections. Those magazines you're buying on the shelf 
not able to do that. They've already been printed months ago. So we have a living draft guide on site, which you would get access to, of course. If you only want the draft guide, you don't want to sign up. I don't know why you wouldn't, but if you don't want to, $26.99, you get that at fantasy.com slash draft guide. Uh, but really, just sign up for the all-pro package there. Seven-day free trial, $19.98 a month for six months. Uh, when you go to fantasy.com slash all-pro and use the promo code NFL50. Again, I'll be back live at 5 o'clock Eastern. I'm trying to remember who I have on here with me uh, with the uh, with the live stream schedule. It'll be a surprise. Uh, I'll be back live at 5 o'clock Eastern. A surprise guest, It'll be a surprise. Uh, breaking down the main slate here. James will be off for a little bit. He'll be back uh, next Tuesday. But for now, uh, we will catch you guys later.